new solo 401k contribution rules 2023. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney, founder of IRA Financial. And on today's AdBits, we're going to be chatting about did the Secure Act 2.0 make any significant modifications to the solo 401k contribution rules for the 2023 taxable year. So let's just break down before we get into the SECURE Act too, let's break down what are the solo 401k contributions, how they work, what are some of the differences for 23 versus 2022. So solo 401k contributions, as the name suggests, is what you can put in to the solo 401k as a business owner slash employee. So there's essentially two categories of contributions. There's employee deferrals, and then there's employer profit-sharing contributions. There's no match. A matching contribution is basically a type of contribution that an employer can do for an employee based off a percentage of the amount they contribute. Those are synonymous with ERISA 401k plans, not solo 401k plans. Solo 401k plans essentially have employer profit sharing. They generally don't have matching components. Okay. So the employee deferral in 2023 will allow you to put away 22,500 if you're under 50 or 30,000 if you're over 50. That's a dollar for dollar contribution. Meaning if you made 40,000 and you're under 50, put away 22,500. If you're over 50, you can go all the way up to 30,000. It's not a percentage. It's straight dollar for dollar. In 2022, that number was 20,500 or 27,000 if you were over 50. So it went up quite a bit, a couple thousand bucks. The employer profit sharing contribution, that is a percentage of the amount you can contribute. So for 2023, the maximum you can put away with employee deferrals and the employer, which is 20% of the net Schedule C compensation if you're a sole proprietor, single member LLC, or 25% if you are a W-2. And that is in aggregation with the employee deferral. So when you add your employee deferral and the 20 or 25% of your compensation, for 23, you can't go above 66,000 if you're under 50 or 73,500 if you're over 50. Those numbers are much higher than 2022, which was 61,000 or 67,500 if you're 50. That was 2022. 23 numbers are 66,000 if you're under 50, 73,500 if you're over 50. The employer contribution generally is a pre-tax contribution, but it can be converted to Roth. So that's how the solo 401k contributions work. There's really the two components, employee deferral and profit sharing. Secure Act 2.0 was part of the 1.7 trillion omnibus bill that was passed and signed into law by President Biden towards the end of 2022. And it had 90 plus provisions relating to retirement accounts. Excuse me. Um, about 400 or so pages uh, relating to retirement accounts. So the Secure Act 2.0, which was part of the 1.7 trillion omnibus bill, had a lot of provisions, a lot of really important ones relating to IRAs, 401ks, 529 plans. Some of the important ones, which I've talked about um, 
quite a bit is you know the RMD the required minimum distribution age uh, has gone up from 72 to 73. Um, there were some also some Rothification type changes, some um, changes that were going to impact uh, catch-up contributions going forward uh, for folks uh, in their uh, mid-60s and some other provisions. But relating to solo 401ks, other than the increase in contributions, the only solo 401k type provision in there related to the RMDs, the requirement of distributions, if you're over 73, the old rule was 72. So now starting in 2023, the new requirement minimum distribution age is 73. There is a provision in SECURE Act um, 2.0 that talks about, it's section 604, that talks about employer matching or non-elective contributions as Roth. So for a defined contribution plan of 403B or 457B, the matching, which is not the profit sharing, it's not the employer contribution, this is a match that generally isn't used in solo 401ks, the matching contribution could now be Roth. In 2022, the matching contribution, which is a percentage of someone's contribution to the plan, the profit sharing is a percentage of the compensation, whether it's a max of 20 or 25%, W-2, the matching is a percentage of what you put in. So if you put in $1,000, you may match 50% of that or 25% or 75%. So it's a match on the amount contributed versus the profit sharing is a match on or a percentage of what your salary is. So that's the distinction. Section 604 did not address employer contributions and addressed the matching, which is generally not used in solo K plans, but more NARISA plans, whether you work at you know, IRA Financial, Apple, or Tesla, the matching contribution, which not all plans have, can now be Roth. If it's a safe harbor plan, generally that's considered a match, a safe harbor match, and that technically now seems to be able to be made in Roth as well and not uh, pre-tax. It would not be tax deductible to the employer. That would be the only difference. But from um, a, a employee standpoint, they would get Roth funds, which once they're over 59 and a half, the Roth's been open five years, it's all tax-free. Now, it's optional, okay? It's not required. So we'll see who, what employer would, would actually make this option because generally the matching contribution is tax deductible to the uh, employee um, employer. So the idea is if you make it a Roth, will they still get the deduction? Um, some, it's, it's kind of unclear, to be honest. Um, because Roth contributions are generally not um, tax deductible, although should they still be tax deductible to the employer? Because it's still a contribution, matching contribution that the employer is making to the employee. So the idea is that it should be tax deductible to the employer. We're still waiting on, on further guidance, but it's still a payment to the employee based off a percentage of the amount they contribute. Thus, it still should be tax deductible. And if that's the case, then obviously the clients you know, would want a Roth versus pre-tax because the fact is once they're over 59 and a half, the Roth's been open five years, it's all tax-free. The question is if it's tax deductible to the employer, then why would they want to do pre-tax? They might as well give the employer the Roth benefit. So there's still a bit of uncertainty on this provision, um, how it's actually going to play out in practice. Uh, we know what the provision says, says it's optional Roth matching, doesn't say employer contribution, it says matching. 
is it going to be tax deductible to the employer? Um, still some uncertainty, some, some think yes, some think no. And based off that determination, we'll, we'll, it will certainly adjust as to the popularity of that matching provision for uh, employers. But otherwise, the Secure Act 2.0 really didn't have an impact on contributions. It impacted, um, for example, full-time employees. Now it's 1,000 hours in three consecutive years. It's going to two consecutive years starting in 24. So that should make more people um, eligible. There's some really important provisions for 401ks, not solos, in terms of credits. You can literally get a credit, basically up to $5,000. It covers the cost of the setup plan. There's also credits for um, making contributions to employees. So there's some really powerful provisions in there incentivizing businesses to have 401k plans, which is great. Um, there's some lost and found features and some other cool stuff, which um, if you scroll on my YouTube channel at IRA Financial, there's tons of videos, podcasts. Uh, and if you go on our website, irafinancialgroup.com, search in the blog for Secure Act 2, you're going to see tons and tons of content on this. Um, if you're interested, I'll probably do another um, video just recapping Secure Act 2 again in the coming weeks, just because there's still a lot of confusion, um, a lot of um, interest in, in learning more about it, just because 90 provisions plus 400 or so pages, it's impossible to go through each one. So there, there is a lot of demand for more uh, content, more data, and just more detailed information specifically on IRAs and 401ks and less on, you know, uh, you know, charitable um, issues, trust in the states, um, defined benefit plans. People are looking for specific for for their particular situation. And most Americans have IRAs or a 401k, um, less have you know, trusts and, and um, other issues, tax exams, covered ills um, that, that just aren't as uh, important to them. So that's today's podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, the good news, there's not that much changing on the um, solo 401k front from Secure Act, but obviously the contributions have gone up from the employee deferral uh, and employer contributions from 22 to 23. Also a really another important provision, which I've talked about prior is that now starting 23, um, if you set up a plan for, let's say you're, it's 23 now, or, uh, or let's say it's 24, and you didn't set up a plan in 23, you can now set up a plan in 24 before your company files its return and get employee deferral and profit sharing contributions for 23. Um, this provision was just put in for the 23 taxable year. So you know, technically, if you set up a plan in 23 for the 22 taxable year, you can do employer um, contributions, whereas in the future years, you will be able to do the employee deferral that dollar for dollar amount plus the employer contribution if you haven't filed your return in the year in question. Prior to Secure Act 1, which was passed in 2019, you had to set up the plan in the year in question to get the contribution. They've now extended that. They understand small businesses you know, have a lot going on. Sometimes they're just not able to focus and set up a plan. And then when their accountant tells them to do it, it's generally around tax return time and the years passed. So now IRS um, has expanded that, that timeline to set up a plan for the prior year. And going forward, you're going to be able to do employer contributions plus employee deferral contributions, which is you know super cool. So um, that's it. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Um, thanks for um, listening and for watching on YouTube. Appreciate it. Um, appreciate the support. Don't forget to um, 
subscribe. And um, if you enjoyed it, you know, give me a like, give me a thumbs up. We'd appreciate it. Otherwise, um, see everyone again next week. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks.